Habits Podcast. My name is Wyatt Christman. I'll be your host. We're looking at creative habits. Is it the aha moment or is it the habit? This week on the Creative Habits Podcast, we've got for a guest, Damien Farnworth from Copyblogger. Also, quick note, we switched from publishing on Sunday instead of Thursday. Okay, great. So I'm Damien Farnworth, and um, I've been a copywriter uh, for the last, I guess, 12 years, and um, I got my start uh, basically in um, a real estate marketing agency and um, really fell in love with it. I came, I came out of a lit- English literature uh, degree and was somewhat snobbish towards all things business until somebody handed me a, a book called Influence uh, by Robert Cialdini, which just kind of changed uh, my view on um, r- persuasive writing. And from there, kind of just um, tore into every bit of uh, book I could find on the subject and absolutely fell in love with it and went, decided this is a great way to make a living and found that not only did it help me write better, you know, for promotions, but it also just throughout life in general, you know, it helped writing emails and negotiating with neighbors or buying cars or whatever. So, um, so, any, so yeah, I've just found it a quite, you know, interesting and uh, I've been in the business for 12 years. Um, I went and worked for myself in 2011 for about two years, but eight months in with that, I decided I did not like working for myself and I really wanted to work for somebody, but I wanted to work for the right company and so went out looking for that right company um, and did not find it until Copyblogger offered, Brian Clark at Copyblogger offered me a job. I'd known Brian for quite some time and um, <clears throat> and I'd done work for him and written for his blog for a number of years, uh, but we actually finally did some work and you know just kind of backdoor, he asked if I wanted a job and I knew it was a, it was a no-brainer when he offered the job because that's a place where you know writers rule the roost. So uh, it was obvious immediately that uh, I needed to take him up on his offer. So uh, I started full time with uh, them in January two thousand thirteen, and that's where I'm at now. Nice. So you find that that the copywriting process basically affects your whole being, so to speak. So when you're speaking, when you're writing, whatever you're doing, your form of expression changes, you're able to crystallize things a little bit more effectively. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you mentioned the speaking part because that's, yeah, indeed it's, uh, the process is no different. And this is why I always just tell people, you know, it's just, you learn, learn the fixed principles and you can dominate in, in, in any area, whether it's social media, it's speaking, um, uh, Etc. So, and right. even if you know, even it goes back to um, one more point being made about that is that you know it even helps writing the, for the creative writer too because I mean if we all want to be heard and understood, and um, you do that when you can do it clearly, you know, concisely and compellingly. So, right. So it's almost like habits. I was reading something recently where you know habits themselves. When you start a small habit in one area, it affects the other. So if you start exercising regularly, you'll find that your other habits kind of fall into play uh, also. Uh, Absolutely. So yeah, it's a, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I always like to talk about the fixed principles of copywriting because, you know, that they, um, uh, you know, translate well across disciplines, across, you know, um, you know, your, your lo- different areas of your life and stuff like that. So it's a, absolutely, you're right. Like it's a habit. So it becomes a fixed principle. And so, 
you find it showing up and useful uh, for a lot of things. I think it's interesting if you've ever talked to you know, talking to different people and if you read their writing and you hear them speak, you can actually hear it within their speech. It, you know, some of the characters that come out or however it might be. Um, you know, it's 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 rare, but it, you know, when they're a strong writer, you hear it in their in their words. So, 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 what content you've been working on or producing recently? Um, so I've been doing, you know, um, I've been doing a lot of focus on Google Google Plus. I mean, early, well, earlier this year, you know, I worked on a project and um, did a lot of research on author rank that included Google Plus. That included, you know, a lot of. Uh, the movements that Google had been making recently, and so I spent, I've been spending a lot of time, you know, experimenting and working in Google Plus, and I've spent a lot of time researching and looking at the SEO dynamics of, you know, what they call author rank and what's behind that and development of that. And then, so the other thing I've been working on too, as far as with uh, copy blogger, is that um, I've been putting an emphasis on um, talking about these fixed principles, you know, and then sort of digging deeper into the processes, you know, and um, sort of the methods that come from the, a lot of the old school guys like Eugene Schwartz and Claude Hopkins, stuff that's, uh, you know, 100 years old, but just frankly so um, immediate to our own time and our own needs. Yeah, stands the test of time. So, absolutely. When um, you mentioned before, when you were, uh, you know, freelancing, uh, you felt not as motivated. I was reading some of your stuff on that. It was, and it was an interesting process. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I've, I'm wondering what keeps you actively motivated now. Like you're, you're at Copy Blogger, or is it, is it that? Um, is it the, the group of people around you? Is it? Uh, so w- what kind of things influence that motivation? Yeah, that's a good question. So, I'm, you know, is like the best job for a writer um, because, I mean, he's a writer himself. You know, the whole business is built around, you know, the products that we create, or, you know, basically for the, you know, online content creator. Um, so, we get the writer, we understand the writer. And then, you know, we're a small company. Um, we're also, you know, like to, I like to call it, you know, we're just a bun- bunch of misfits who are looking, you know, to do me- meaningful work. And when I when I say that, I, I truly mean it because you know we all we're all remote, all drawn to this, you know, this company and and what Brian does and has done. And it's interesting when because you know I came across that sort of epiphany when at the last company meeting we were at, where um, there's you know 28 plus people there, and uh, a third of them had you know blue pink. Uh, red hair, you know, dyed red hair, and and they all had just very interesting pasts, which immediately indicated these are people who want to do really, really good work, but just don't fit into a typical bureaucratic corporation. So they're looking for that, and that's again, that's where we're at now. So, so having said all that, you know, um, I'm given a lot of autonomy. I'm given a lot of space, just kind of you know do my thing. I'm give, I'm given direction. Hey, you know, and, and I have responsibilities. But I, you know, I'm given a lot of space in order how to execute those. So you're talking about somebody, a company that you know honors your discipline. Um, that for me is hugely motivating, and it's like I want to do everything I can to keep this job, and that means you know pushing at the limits of of success. Um, you know, for the company, you know, pushing on the on the 
on the limits of things that I can do, you know, my for my own writing to my own, you know, promotion of the company and just um, sort of, you know, being a spokesperson in a sense without actually being that spokesperson. But I really, really enjoy what I do for them, so I really would like to keep my job for a very long time. So I mean, it's part that's part of what's motivating. That's the thing, um, you know, about me is that, um, you know, I'm encouraged. I, you know, as a creative person, um, I'm motivated when I have, um, you know, uh, autonomy. I'm motivated when I have the opportunity to master what I do, and I also, ha- you know, ha- I'm motivated by uh, purpose. And uh, those are all things that you probably recognize as, as Daniel Pink talks about in his book Drive, which motivates creative people. And all those things are in place um, at Copyblogger. So. You know, in that each day, it's like you know, this is an opportunity just to go out and do something. And you know, Brian and Copyblogger and the guys, everybody, you know, all the the founders and the company, they they um, <laughs> respect the writer. It's it's so incredibly refreshing and interesting too, because you know, I've been in many places where um, you are the odd man. I mean, like I said, you're the misfit, but nobody gets you. You know, the, here you're the misfit along with everybody else, and they get you. So. Yeah, when when other people get you, yeah, it really helps. <laughs> right. So, what what kind of creative habits do you kind of hang your process around that really help you stay in line with what you want to do? Do you do you keep um, a set schedule to help you with with those creative habits, or is or is there, are, are there other things that that contribute to those habits? Yeah, no, I'm a firm believer that, you know, um, I only work when the muse strikes, um, and but I make sure it strikes every time at, at about 8, 8.30, you know, in the morning. At that time, you know, my peak performance is in the morning. I, I usually kind of focus all my writing time for the morning time and then sort of save, um, you know, interviews like this or other just sort of busy work for the, for the afternoon where I'm just not as, um, as sharp. Um, I do take a nap. I try to take a nap every day, no more than five to ten minutes, because I reach a point, you know, of because I work very hard. I mean, I, when I get started at around eight or eight thirty, um, I push it pretty hard. I mean, I'm going from one thing to the other, and I'm just pushing. I, you know, I, I don't. I, I often, you know, I, I don't take very good care of myself at times. I, I hardly go to bath, and I hardly eat anything. Um, and often at, you know, twelve thirty or one, I have. And I really, really have to use the restroom, and um, um, and I have to probably repair some rude remarks. You know, ask forgiveness for some rude remarks. You know, uh, to my wife or children. Um, but yeah, so you know, I, as far as to kind of fill that creative well, I just read a lot. I like to read a lot of fiction. I like to read a lot of the classic fiction. Like right now, I'm I'm trying to work through every book by William Faulkner. I'm also reading a book called Goldberger's War. Um, which is about uh, um, what what is about a, a public health crusader from the beginning of the, the century. A very interesting story about yellow fever, and you know I try to stay on top of my industry too. Copywriting, I, you know, I'll make sure I, I pull, you know, um, and looking through uh, some book like reading through a book like that at the same time. Um, and so yeah, I find most of my ideas through writing and just trying to. You know, maybe follow interesting people, or um, but you know, reading is probably the bulk of where I get my ideas. I re- I don't watch TV except for pro football, and um, I don't we don't we hardly watch movies. Oh, the other thing is too, though. You know, I mean, I I do tend to watch. My children are twelve and and ten, and we're big fans of Phineas Ferb, Phineas and Ferb. So um, 
Oh, we watch a lot of that. I <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, that's really helpful too. My kids are also a great outlet because they're homeschooled and they're here most of the day. So we're, we're all here pretty much most of the day. But throughout the day, um, I really have a good time with them. And, and I find it like, you know, um, bouncing jokes off them or bouncing, you know, just um, ideas that I have. They're, they're really good about, you know, improvisation. We have these just sort of uh, spells of, of being completely goofy, and I find that completely refreshing. And I think too, I think you probably find too a lot of the good, great copywriters have a have a have a great sense of humor, have a sarcastic sense of humor too. So, um, but those are all the ways I kind of do. And the other thing too, finally, is talking to people. You know, talking to that I don't know, that I don't agree with, that I don't um, share the same opinions with, and trying to understand them. Um, I find that extremely helpful too to challenge my own ideas and stuff like that. You know, one of the things I like to do as a writer is look at somebody's position, and if I disagree with it, explain why I disagree with it, and then but then let them explain that and see if I can learn anything from that. Because I know, I mean, I try to be humble in the sense of that my ideas are are good, but there are probably better ideas out there, and I'm always of the uh, opinion that it's the best idea that should win. Nice. So you homeschool your kids, you know, it's my, my kids are 10 and 12 also. And nice. We, yeah, we like Phineas and Ferb, of course. Who, <laughs> who, who doesn't, right? But, uh, yeah, that's great that you homeschool your kids. I, I should I say my wife does. So. Right, right. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and, and it is funny about the naps because I, I think there's a lot of people who, who uh, have the time-shifting capability that also probably do the same but might not admit it. <laughs> right, right. Because it is a good refresher. Um, so then I, I uh, you, you know, the, the core of, um, when I was reading some of the, the history you have, I, I know you've got this hero's journey. I know you you know all about the hero's journey and you've right. um, talked about it before, but I was wondering if you could speak to your own, uh, hero's journey and how, you, you know, how it's influenced you, what, what kind of magic you've brought back. I, I know you had that stint where you, you, you did the books and, um, and so that uh, provided a journey for you. But what is there? Um, and then you had the journey with the freelance. But is there is there anything else that you kind of um, you know contributed to that journey that that you brought back to your creative process? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I probably wanted to like you know when I was working for myself, you know, well, well the whole journey. Um, I think it's you know it's really you, you, you talk about the hero's journey and Joseph Campbell and I remember I had this epiphany when I was doing going back and doing this author rank work and that's why I had, I, how I kind of tied it all was able to tie all this this sort of this this sort of disparate information together was this very thought that like um, you know that as a writer you know I value recognition and I value um, attention a lot more than I thought I did because. You know, as a writer, um, you know, most of us, we value um, solitude to do the work and stuff like that. But none of us, I mean, to be honest, would not be working if people did not recognize what we did, if they did not give us a pat on our back. And there was a particular very difficult period of time um, in my life when I was doing a ton of ghostwriting and getting paid great money for it. But I was, all the credit went to somebody else and it, <laughs> and it, demonstrated to me that um, I just don't have the personality to do that, that um, I want people to say, hey, great job, you know, and that there's nothing wrong with that at the same time because, you know, for me, that's, it's, it's a joy, it's a, it's a, and I realize it's a privilege 
And so it's really motivating for me too. So um, it's it's going from that sort of anonymous, um, you know, we all begin as the anonymous, lonely person, but we we want to do this thing called writing, and so we just have to kind of put one footstep because that's the that's the lesson out of the twelve thirteen years I've been at this. It's only been the last five years that it's, that I've kind of brought things together and I've kind of honed it and I've I've in a sense mastered some aspects of it i have such a long road to go i'm so far you know from being a great writer um but you know it's that persistence and that's the thing i would tell anybody who's interested in becoming a writer is hang in there because there were so many years i mean seven eight years of just kind of chronic anonymity not just because i wasn't getting the you know um I was ghostwriting, but because it's just so hard to break into that market. So, do you have a book or two in you uh, to to publish? You know, uh, down the road, or are you? Um, I mean, I, I do, but I mean, I haven't published. You know, part of me is um, I don't know. I would not mind, you know, probably publishing it, but. I don't know. I'm actually working on a novel now, and I'll see where that goes. But it's more of a challenge to see if I can do it. And to be honest, you know, I have. I, you know, my original thoughts, like when I created the, uh, when I was doing the education of writer, was you know I could wrap this up and do it. I mean, I, maybe I'm just lazy or I just don't care. But you know, it's like I, I don't even feel like I need to like wrap it up into an ebook and do that. I mean, I want it to be designed nice, and I want certain you know things, and I just either don't want to pay for it, or I'm just again maybe just too lazy to do it. But um, I, I really, really enjoy just the process of creating stuff. Um, like that, exploring those things. And there's so much, you know, it's like Flannery O'Connor said that, you know, if you survive to 20, you have a lifetime of material. <laughs> and, and um, you know, so there are so many things I'd like to plumb in my own self and, you know, out there in the world. And, you know, I'm not sure if, you know, publishing a book is the is the best way to do that. You know, so, again, it comes to the lazy part. Someone offers, hey, I will take this book and I'll edit for you and, and try to pursue a publisher possibly, Yeah. Um, but maybe I'll, you know, find some time to pursue a literary, you know, literary agent or something like that down the road. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the way I feel about it. Again, like I said, it's, it's, I really treasure the journey part of it and I, I want to create great stuff. Um, but then I get to a point where I, you know, how important is it? Because, you know, like I think about somebody like, here's a story of the Tim Ferriss story in his four hour work week, right? Um, supposedly he pursued like 24 different publishers before I think it was the 25th who said I'll take it and he was just you know 24 rejections that's just that's a lot of persistence and that's a lot of moxie right to really truly believe in your idea and just uh, and hustle too and but you know the 25th person he said so why did you decide to publish you know why did you you know all these other people ignored it why, why you and they said because we knew that you would promote the book and that for me it was like that's what you have to do I think as a modern day author is have that hustle to just like really just kind of you know um, uh, you know forgive the French but horror for the attention and part of me just like I said I just don't have the energy or the desire really to do that to promote a book um, so I mean that's not to say I wouldn't do it but our, you know things may change my kids get older and I have more time or something like that but at the moment it, it seems that I'm pretty I'm pretty satisfied with where I'm going yeah, so it might be something where you you create and go through that that wonderful process and put that on the back burner so that you can come back to it later, repackage it and um, and put it out into the world. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. nice. 
and you're you're in the Midwest, right? I am. Yeah, I'm just at, actually um, east of St. Louis, Missouri, which is you know uh, the middle of the Midwest, and um, I'm actually on the you know uh, on the Illinois side of the Mississippi River in out in the county. So, what about you? Uh, up in in uh, northern Vermont, so we're we're okay. near the border of Canada. Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful up here. But it's I, I find no matter where you go in the country, there's uh, particular you know there's always aspects you can enjoy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, so that that's that's about it in a nutshell. But I, you know, kind of wanted to pick your brain about those different creative habits, and I think you've kind of laid it down pretty succinctly on Thanks. you know kind of the process that you you go through um i i you're, you're inspiring in in your words everything that you write and your energy comes across very clearly in in everything that you do there and i know you've got your own you know within copy blogger it's all there and you can you can see it um being wildly successful and i know you've got your own blog too are you are you able to you're able to balance the two together pretty uh yeah you know uh, I am, and um, I mean, it, it always the, my blog takes the back burner, you know, and I don't try to, you right. know, push more content on there than I that's cap- you know I don't have a schedule there, and, I, and I'm okay if I you know miss a couple of weeks of posting on there, um, you know, I have a weekly um, post at Copy Blogger, and those you know can be heady sometimes. Um, so, but I have a lot of things to say. So, um, you know, I usually am able to publish that on my blog or you know my Google Google Plus account. Like I told Brian, I said, you know, it's I consider my blog extension of Copy Bloggers. You know, so because um, there's so much you know interaction, you know, as far as links and content that's been shared. So, it's, you know, the two are. It's kind of you know doing one. I'm you know I'm promoting the company on the other one, just as I write. So, yeah. but yeah, nice. Nice. Well, thank you very much for uh, hey. for talking. Hey, you bet, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. I yeah. Thank you. And uh, good good luck with uh, with the rest of the hero's journey, wherever right. we take you. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Wyatt. Yep. That concludes our podcast here with Creative Habits. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned next week and continue our journey into Creative Habits.